0: And when you put some signals uh, to the space, <laughs> to the galaxy, to the just the uh, divine energy, it uh, comes back sooner or later, but it will come back.
1: This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and For two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 190 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the Vice President of the Helen Marlin Group, to the Vice Chancellor of the UGCC, to the President of the Erasmus Student Network Kyiv, to the President of the World Trade Center Kyiv, to students from the FLEX program Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top one percent students in ukraine but not only them this project is for all ukrainians from all backgrounds and if you wish to participate send me a message on instagram aziz.future and join the telegram channel kiev future my goal is to make interviews with hundreds of ukrainians and the world is listening this podcast is already top 50 in the united kingdom France, switzerland and monaco top 25 in austria germany canada russia and poland top 15 in australia italy spain and dubai and top 10 in norway sweden the netherlands south korea singapore and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on apple about ukraine Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Valeria Ternavska. Valeria is an international communications student at the Institute of International Relations, Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev. She worked as an organizer at Davos Energy Week. CEE Government Relations Forum, and Global Inclusion Online Forum for the CFC Big Ideas Company. Valeria is good at learning languages. She is fluent in three languages, learning the fourth language at university, and planning to start her fifth language in the future. She is a public speaker and dancer. Valeria has a certification of completion of a course in public speaking, and she has been dancing since her early childhood in Tilted, Dance is a big part of her life. Valeria also loves sports, including riding bikes, ice skating, skiing, and volleyball. She is also spiritual and believes in astrology, as well as someone very interested in the exploration of space. Valeria, how are you today?
0: hello um i wanted to say first of all thank you for the invitation to participate in this imaging project and I would, say, I would like to say hello as well to every listener that is uh, that uh, would be listening to this podcast and uh, i think um, we will have a great conversation and we'll have fun and um, so let's get started
1: let's have fun and get started and i want to start this in a very spiritual way tell me about astrology tell me how did you begin your interest in it and what happened that made you believe even more
0: to begin with my astrological ways uh, way began when i was a very little young girl it's uh, everything happened when my grandmother um, bring me a book and bring me a lot of magazines about the astrology and about the zodiac signs and about how they correlates with each people and its state of birth and uh, the mm, galaxy as well and the stars and all the, all that stuff. And uh, she told me um, she um, had been t- telling me uh, very interesting things and they um, and this wonders me and uh, that. Uh, was of my great interest and um, we speak a lot about this topic and then we started watching together uh, different uh, scientific uh, films or scientific videos on this topic and uh, I Became I. I were part. Of, I were becoming more and more engaged in the topic, and uh, I've always believed in astrology. But my huge interest to it began when, uh, when I was a freshman at the university, and I met my uh, amazing friend Maria, and uh, she also was a part of this podcast, and uh, she started to telling us a lot of more scene. and, uh, scenes and uh, there are scenes that uh, I've never heard before and she talks about the birth chart and how uh, each son of your signs correlates with each other for example I was born on 27th of September and I'm a Virgo uh, on the zodiac sign but um, your zodiac signs but the sun uh, as for me is Virgo uh, it doesn't describe you as the whole personality and there is a lot of more aspects of your birth Dates that uh, have a huge impact on you, and for example, the major, uh, the major significance of them uh, are sun, moon, and your rising sign. For example, I'm a Virgo by a sign. I'm an aries by the moon, and uh, that the moon describes your emotions and your feelings and how you act in uh, different situations of your life, especially when it's situations about uh, something that correlates with stress or something correlates with. A huge wave of emotion, of emotion, and I'm an areas, and that's why I'm not that calm as may Virgo seem, and that uh, Virgo's presci- prescribe. And your rising sign is how people perceive you when they first met you, m- meet you. And um, every of my uh, friends or roommate or a classmate told me that I were super organized and I always looked as I had my life together and I'm a Capricorn by my rising sign um, I don't know how much it tells it to you but capricorns have this feature of being very <clears throat> being very ready to everything to tackle in this world. So I think that the things that uh, she shows us and uh, she showed us and she's still showing to us and she's still uh, start not like studying but she's uh, still teaching us different, very different and. Uh, interesting things in this topic and the things that's beautiful and things that's wonderful and that things that, I think that uh, my journey in studying this topic this uh, mysterious and somehow controversial topic is still going on so I think that that is only the start of my way uh, to believe in spiritual things as astrology and zodiac signs and uh, energy and other stuff uh, correlated with uh, this.
1: Thank you. So if I heard you correctly, it began with your grandmother who brought you books about astrology and told you many things and you watched things together and you were developing more and more of an interest. And then when you went as a freshman and you met the wonderful Maria, she had a lot more knowledge about astrology and she told you many things that fascinated you that you didn't know, including that you know about yourself, your uh, son mine is, Virgo and your moon sign is Aries and that's why you're more emotional and your uh, rising sun which is that you're more organized and you tackle things is Capricorn and you're still diving deeper into spirituality, astrology, energy etc correct?
0: Yes (laughs) fully correct.
1: Thank you. I will go now to space not in a spiritual way but you did mention that and you spoke about when you were with your grandmother you also were in interested in learning about the, the stars, about the planets and about space. Tell me more about that as in what do you see in space that fascinates you so much?
0: Well, actually my interest in space uh, began when I started um, uh, public speaking courses. Um, That was a special course that um, helped to develop uh, uh, your speaking skills, especially speaking skills in public, Uh, especially I used to be a very shy girl and my parents just wanted me to be more open-minded and to be more communicative. And so that now I'm studying international communications. Uh, Probably this course um, did a great job. And uh, the main task that we have accomplished on this course, uh, we had had to accomplish on on that course. Uh, was that we had to prepare a uh, speech that we have to deliver to a public uh, basically the public was in a face of uh, the parents of the group uh, actually there were seven people including me so it's not that much, but uh, seven people um, and uh, for 2 parents for each member of the group. There were 14 people and um, that was um, a great question at issue <laughs> to me uh, at the time because I was really shy. So, when we have to, to decide the topic of our speech that we had to deliver, so uh, I decided to find something that would be interesting, that wouldn't be about just my life because um, none of that people know, uh, know about my life and of course it's not as interesting as it may seem, so I decided to choose the topic that would describe me as an um, intelligent girl, as that I can um, deliver to the public something special and something that f- f- would fascinate uh, the, each member of the group. So I decided to um, take the topic of uh, space and galaxy. And uh, from that time, my way began, <laughs> my way in studying this, and uh, of course, when you preparing a speech, you have to be really prepared, you have to be an with every little detail and every little thing, so I decided to watch all the films that contained uh, a topic of galaxies, so uh, <laughs> I can um, say that um, I'm a <laughs> I'm an expert in this, and uh, I searched through a lot of um, articles in the internet on the topic and um I found it that it's very uh, how to say I, it's very uh, mysterious topic and it's very fascinating topic that uh, the space is um, learned by scientists uh, less than one percent and uh, we can never know what's gonna happen next and um, we can't uh, claim that we are the only humans on our planet and our planet is only habited planet in this galaxy and uh, there is a theory a theory multi that Calls multi galaxial theory. Uh, I hope that I translated it correctly. Multi-galaxy theory that our galaxy is not the only one, and there is a couple of galaxies. And why the space is never ended is just because uh, the time. The time when one galaxy touches or the other uh, the time splits and uh, happens one thing that the times uh, that when one galaxy touches one another the time goes back and you you cannot fly in future but you fly like time goes back and you fly in the previous uh, time even in the previous era not even a century but in maybe you may appear in the era of dinosaurs or something like that uh, so it's very questionable topic it's very controversial topic and uh, i found out um, interesting things that are happening in space and uh, the multiple planets and multiple galaxies and uh, multiple not even
1: dimensions images, <laughs> Dimensions,
0: right that's the current yes. word to describe it the so, yes.
1: multiverse yes thank you so if i understood you correctly when you were little (laughs) or younger, at least, you were shy. And one of the ways to develop that your parents wanted you to be more open is through public speaking. So one of the events, I don't know, you didn't mention whether that was before or in the institute already. But anyway, there were seven people participating and 14 parents. And you wanted a topic that you will be able to be show you're smart. And therefore, you needed as well to know everything about it. You chose space and the galaxy. You watched all the movies about it, and you read all the articles, and you find it so mysterious, and you are so curious about it, and drawn to learn more. Especially one of the theories, uh, multiverse or multi-galaxies, that there isn't one galaxy only, but we cannot reach the end of, of the uh, of space because when we arrive there, time splits, and we return to another past moment in history, which can be anywhere, as well as the possibility that light exists in other galaxies and planets and we're not only the only planet that is inhabited did I understand correctly
0: yes it were is it, it, it were fully correctly and like to add that if I had more time right now I would like to discover on this topic more but unfortunately due to my exams and my university life routine it's impossible right now but Whether I had every time, I would discover it more.
1: Perfect. So how do you motivate yourself to do something that you're less curious about than the thing that you do most, that you have most interest in? You know what I mean? Like if someone has two things they like, but one they love much more, of course they love it and they have a fear of missing out when they're not doing it. So what motivates you to do that small sacrifice of not learning more and exploring space and doing something? something else what is your goal your vision or motivation
0: i find motivation in um, doing a little steps every day Uh, because uh, one time when i had no motivation to do anything at all and uh, the time that um i was describing my past and uh, my feelings and my uh, wants uh, so um, i found this quote that was saying that uh, be better, not than everyone else, but be better than you were yesterday. So I think that the key in motivation is um, a small step, accomplishments, if I can say so. Uh, you have to try to be better than you were yesterday. You have to be try to be better than you were a week ago, a month, a year depends. Sometimes it's really hard to come up with an idea to do something but um, you have to decide for yourself if it really matters to you. When if it really brings you um, enjoy or if uh, there is something that value to you or for your future. But you have to be really into it to do something. So um, if you don't want to do something and lack of motivation tells you that you won't do it at all cost. So that uh, means that you choose the wrong path and you have to choose another one and uh, when you choose the correct way to move on or correct uh, subject uh, to speak on, to do on or uh, to accomplish then you will um, there would be no need for motivation at all because uh, you will you will like to do it but um, if you're talking about the subject that I'm not really encouraged to do I think uh, the motivation works um, from another end and uh, just the necessity to do it motivates you to do it a little faster than you may do it so.
1: Yes, that's the point. Thank you. So that's a lot of wonderful stuff. So at some point in your life, you didn't have motivation to do anything. And the way you regain that is to do a few steps every day and not look at the big goal because it's too huge. It's intimidating. But just do some steps every day, as well as not comparing yourself with other people, but only thinking how you are better today compared to what you were yesterday or last week or last month. So it's about progress rather than competition, as well as when you look about what you want to do the topic, if you don't love it enough to be passionate to do it every day, then it's probably the wrong thing. And the person should rethink what they're doing in order to figure out what should be their goals in life that gives them that passion and spark. And in the current educational system, what pushes you is the motivation of that you have to do it and that grades are important and it's part of studying. And therefore, that external motivation is what drives you into action in this specific situation. It doesn't mean you don't like that subject, etc. But deadlines and stress can be released through action and motivation. Did I hear you correctly? Completely. Thank you. And Valeria, when depending on your mood, right now if you can in your, go in your body, feel your mood, and think what would be an activity or something you do that you can do to really feel alive, to refresh yourself, to feel wonderful, and to return to your studies with even more energy. What would be such a, an activity that will match your mood today?
0: I would say that every time when I need to refill my energy, um, I do dance. Dance is the really great thing, it uh, plays a big role in my life. And it completely uh, takes my whole life. Um, I started the dancing when I were a very little girl. It um, was my um, mother's, uh, let's say, for me to take uh, dance classes, dance courses, and I've been doing dance professionally for ten years. And um, it was a tough experience. Uh, it demands a lot of um, a lot of willpower and uh, our choreographers exerted a much too much pressure on us but that was a great experience uh, because I learned how to be uh, how to be responsible how to work in a, in a group and uh, how to communicate with people even if they are intimidating or if they are not really in a mood or aggressive or something and it's uh, it, it was uh, a lot of about competition and it wasn't for my real pleasure but uh, things happened and um, when this ended I realized that I cannot live my life without it because um, uh, subconsciously dance helped me to tackle my um, anxiety, my release stre- uh, really stress and tackle my depression. In my head so so now when I need to refill my energy, I do dance. And um, the real beautiful thing about this is that uh, nobody can tell me what I have to do, and I can do dance whatever I want. I dance um, uh, various of um, types of dance and I think that's cool, that I can express my emotions, that I can express my feelings, that I can tell the audience about my feelings only with the help of my body parts and the movement. And the correlation between my emotions and my body parts plays a a big role. And uh, that is really great experience and I'll say that I recommend doing dance when you have these little moments of sadness or um, other pressure or it's just about the bad weather and you can do dance and you can release everything and it really helps me to recharge my energy Uh, even if I do this for 5 or 10 minutes and I can go down and uh, um, continue my day to day life uh, routine and uh, tasks so yes.
1: Thank you again if I understood you correctly it was your choreographer was tough on you uh, when you were doing dance it was really difficult and it was the choice of your mom if i heard you correctly and but after ending your professional in a way or consistent dance experience you discovered that actually subconsciously dance was a way for you to release emotions that are stuck to overcome depression to uh, deal with stress and to feel refreshed and now even if you dance for five or 10 minutes, it gives you more energy and rechargement to go back to your day. Did I hear that correct?
0: Um, Almost. Uh, I would say that um, that was my mom's desire because uh, I was a 5-year-old girl, so I can... um, (laughs) There was no choice for me. But uh, then, um, I really liked it. And uh, yes, it was uh, difficult and it was hard and uh, we um, experienced a lot of pressure on us. But I would say that I really liked it at uh, some cases. On the whole point, it wasn't a very good experience to do dance professionally for 10 years, but uh, for my physical for my uh, physical um, appearance, cases and my mind and my uh, spending of time, it was very good because when other teenagers were doing some crazy stuff or useless stuff for example, I did dance and uh, that helped me to grow into myself and that helped me to grow into the person I'm right now because um, I'm very responsible and uh, I can deal with um, I can deal with people right now because it all it helped as well and I had to deal with the uh, different people in one group and um, there was uh, arguments and there were quarrels and uh, other unwanted situations and I uh, needed and undesirable situations but that helped me to develop uh, as um, a person that uh, uh, dance uh, did um, made a huge um, made difference a, in your life uh, not a difference that made a huge impact uh, in my to, to my life and and,
1: uh, yes to my personality yes so which is this is a sign of maturity that you realize although it was tough but it was a way for you to grow and become the person you are now how to deal with uh, quarrels while people are doing things that waste their times as teenagers you are improving your body your spirit and your mental toughness and dancing etc so now you see all the benefits and you still do it on your one for fun although not as professionally as before correct yes and you mentioned depression you said that you had that experience and some of the guests who came here said actually depression is necessary that sometimes when someone is depressed that is their subconscious telling them to stop and think about their their lives and find a better way to live that will make them happier and therefore depression is in a way a pause in order to reflect and think while other people just feel that depression is just a limitation to their lives and it's not a good thing at all and they never wish it to anyone which idea or thought do you have and can you share more about whether you think depression is useful or just uh, something bad and what are your philosophical thoughts about this?
0: Um, you know, it depends on situation. It's a very controversial uh, issue and uh, each person um, experience in, in a different way and I would like to say that uh, on the first case that depression is the sign that we have to stop and we feel our energy or stop um, doing activity, some activity at all Uh, Yes, I completely agree with this idea because um, depression uh, doesn't appear out of the blue. It also appears, there had been a reason why it appears and uh, it's really a sign that you do something wrong, or you do something unwanted, or you do something that um, pressures you, or it's just uh, not uh, the energy that you want to uh, fulfill into your life. Then it's just not uh, the energy you want to feel right now. But um, on the other case, when depression is just uh, becomes overwhelming in a person's life, uh, sometimes it happened and uh, it uh, unfortunately it may happen when there were an accident um, that. Life is difficult and uh, tough and uh, unwanted surprises uh, sometimes happen that uh, the people may be depressed for a very long time and um, sometimes it's just the way of living of one person and uh, the long-term depression uh, had its consequences. And they are really bad. So, in this case uh, people have to realize why they're feeling depressed and uh, do they actually want to feel a depression or this um, state of mind or state of physical ability of this experience at all, like depression as phenomenon. So, and they had to realize for themselves whether they want to uh, stay in this stage or whether they want to change it somehow. So, uh, Uh, This phenomenon is uh, very difficult, and to summarize everything uh, up, I would like to say that sometimes depression is a good sign to rethink your existence and uh, your way of living, but sometimes depression is uh, something that comes uh, comes by an accident, by an unwanted accident, and uh, in these very cases it's very good to have friends or just the close or nearest people to help you to deal with it because to deal with it on your own it is more difficult than when you have the support of uh, the other person and i think that's it
1: thank you and i love that you summarized it that was really well said and well done and well i have two questions so i'll begin with one that is more interesting to me you said early on that you believe in energy tell me about that what are your thoughts about energy what does energy create in this world and when you speak with people do you feel their energy and you feel some people you have the right vibration with and some people call that chemistry and some other people your energies don't match and therefore you go or is energy something totally different that maybe is the energy that creates reality or something like that so tell me your thoughts your experiences as well as your your own theories.
0: Um, you know, I'm that type of person that can feel other people and I can really feel their emotions and uh, I can read on their faces what they are feeling right now or what they experience with communicating with me. And um, I do believe in energy and I do believe that it exists and it exists in uh, various ways. For example, we can uh, speak about the energy um, in case if you speak about uh, the energy of um, that tangible things that it uh, they may have it. We can speak about the energy as uh, something spiritual, for example, the energy of uh, living creatures or the energy of uh, in, in some cases uh, dead people that they can project in, in the living life so that uh, there are some persons that can see it. And I would just say that um, I wouldn't uh, become friends with the people that my my energy doesn't correlate with. It's uh, not because they are bad people, it's not because they have a bad uh, energy or it's uh, sometimes called um, aura. I hope I pronounced it, this word c- correctly, uh, but it's not uh, mo- more about aura, but it's more about the energy they project on the other people. and uh, the, Modern word exists. It calls vibe. That they, each person projects its own vibe, and if um, my vibes uh, correlates with the vibe of the other person, we'd be best friends forever. But sometimes happens another case when the, our vibes are completely different and our energy that we project completely differs from one another. But um, I've, I may found this energy and this vibe is so beautiful that I would like to speak or communicate with that person or to live just to exist near that person from my out So energy is, um, is a mysterious thing as well because uh, not anyone uh, not everyone can experience it, and not everyone can see it. And so, um, in the end, uh, I'll let you say that um, I do believe that people have uh, its own energy, its own vibe, and what they project, and they they get what they project. So, if you project the good vibes, you project uh, commonness, friendship, loyalty, responsibility, and other good um, features of the human's uh, personality, and uh, that will pay you pay
1: you off. I agree. I agree with you. I like exactly what you are saying. And I believe that we attract who we are. We don't attract like something we pretend to be, or something that we put a mask on. And to ask you specifically, because I can feel people's energy and emotions, even if I walk near them, or like you said, you said it aura or aura, it's both correct. So what do you do when you walk around and pick up people's negative energy? Does it happen to you? Do you put a wall to that? Do you go meditate to release it and then feel even better? Or you just accept it and flow with it? I prefer
0: not to even have a uh, deal with the people uh, because um, I, d- I just don't, don't want to feel that energy on me. Um, but um, when it happens that um, uh, the people with the negative energy are my uh, people who I live with, um, especially my parents, um, I just go and Trying to mind, mind my own business. Trying to. I'm not a big fan of meditation. I try to do it, but um, it didn't uh, came to me in the right way. So. I just um, listen to music, listen to good music, listen to relaxing music, or I go for a walk, meet my friends, and especially when uh, I have a, <laughs> a big range of negative emotions. I know it's very bad to project them on other people, but sometimes you feel the necessity to uh, share it with the other person. So um, I'm telling my friends about my experience, my day, and my emotions, and I found supporting them, and so that it helps me in a grand scale.
1: Thank you. And since you said meditation didn't come to you, and I like exactly what you're doing, you try to protect your energy, release it, and not have any toxic people or negative people in your life, which is really cool. Now about dance. Many dancers report this experience that maybe they master a choreography very well, or even freestyling. There are moments where it feels almost magical and divine, where it. It's like they're not even moving their body, but something bigger than them is dancing and they're watching themselves doing something better than they thought they could and it just feels so recharging and deep and connected with the universe that it becomes like enlightenment through dancing did you have that experience before
0: yes i experienced this uh, several times Uh, i'd like to say that uh, when you do dance you have to be really into a moment of dancing and uh, you have to um, Express your emotions and your feelings through a body movements and I'd like to say that the music you're listening right now on the music you uh, That um, you dance with uh, dance on um, You have to feel it. You have to not even feel it But you have to live it. You have to be in the moment. You have to uh, project uh, To the very cell of your body what uh, with the song the author was trying to tell what what you are feeling and what you uh, What you are trying to tell to the public so that's uh, divine enlightenment as you mentioned yes uh, that's it's that's the point uh, when your body movements completely uh, correlates with your when your body language completely correlates with your emotions and uh, when you're catching on this moment and that's beautiful that's um, that's amazing
1: (laughs) i like that and that's a really powerful state of energy that is fully charged do you believe in manifestation and did you manifest your acceptance into the institute of international relations or what are your thoughts on this and the balance of manifesting and hard work
0: i believe in manifesting i um, i do uh, manifesting and i I experience uh, not not like experience but um, i'm manifesting right now a lot of things Um, i really believe in visual manifestation i believe in mood boards and i believe the boards of um, wanted scenes when you know when you cut a small pieces of pictures when you find on the Pinterest or internet or magazine or whatever, and uh, the picture that describes your dreams or the state of mind you want to be, on the state of body or physical ability you want to be, and you just um, like um, you put it together like a puzzle uh, and on the paper and uh, put it on the wall, and then you have to see it uh, from the very side of your. Room, for example, above your bed, above your bed, and yes, but I started manifesting only maybe a year ago. Because till uh, that till, uh, till the point, till the point till the twenty twenty, manifesting uh, wasn't that popular among the uh, youth. Uh, not even speaking about uh, adults. Uh, it uh, became really popular only last year. So last year I tried it and it worked. And uh, I think that a huge thing, especially when the poor soul is, uh, sp- is spiritual, and it is an energy, and when you put some signals uh, to the space, <laughs> to the galaxy, to the, just the Uh, divine energy it uh, comes back sooner or later but it will come back and um, yes I think that uh, that is uh, what I wanted to say about this stuff
1: thank you and to begin to finish this what is something a lesson or an insight you had you feel would be great advice for any listener that maybe are today are in a point in their lives where they're a bit lost or they want to make their lives better or they want to take control of their life just something that could help them what would you say uh,
0: okay dear listeners of this podcast i really recommend you uh... Not to stop believing in yourself not to stop believing in your dreams or believing in your abilities just be persistent be encouraged and uh, manifest all your dreams and uh, dream of course dreams are also a big things and every dream will come true if you really want to and you have to work of course you have to do um hard work and you have to do it every day to fulfill all of your dreams nothing comes in this world with no trying and with no yes nothing comes in this world just by an accident and you have to really put an effort to it so just dream work and do thank you
1: dream work and do i like it and visual when you said dream that's visual so put visual boards and take pictures put them everywhere and then do and work and make it reality thank you so much valeria and if people wish to learn more about you or to follow you what is your social media and are there any projects you're interested in or you're involved with that you can share a little bit about right now
0: i can share my instagram page and my facebook page they um my username is the same in every in, in every social media in every social or oh, social 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 media. Oh my God! In every media, so um, you can follow me of Insta on Instagram or Facebook on LinkedIn if you want to. If you don't want to, I don't put any pressure on you. So I'll really I'll be really pleased if you follow me and probably we may do a great job together or uh, we may start another project i will really like to participate in them.
1: Thank you, Valeria. I'll make sure to write it in the description. And I wish you exactly that Capricorn attitude that will keep you going to manifest everything you wish in life. I wish you a lot of dance to recharge your energies and feel balanced. And I wish you to manifest all the grades you dream about in your exams. And I wish you a great day.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you very much for this podcast. It was amazing and we had a great time.